Okay. Um, you want to do it? Yeah, sure. sure. Go ahead. One, two, three, start. Did you start? I already started. <laughs> <laughs> I the chaos, the chaos. Okay. Uh, hello everyone. Welcome to um the. Have a name. <laughs> <laughs> we do. It's midterms in a pod. Is it confirmed? Is it confirmed? Okay, yeah, yes, okay. it's confirmed. Welcome mid-terms. to the um, bio one episode of midterms in a pod, the podcast, um, which is a collab between Steady Sheep and Addendum Marinopolis. Um, so let's straight up get into it. Okay, we... wait. Let me just put out a disclaimer. We are students. Yeah, that was weird yes. grammar. Anyway, let's start. <laughs> no, that was great. Also, um, so. Uh, first of all, maybe quick introduction on who we are. So, um, I am Camille. I am a first year in arts and sciences. Um, and what about you? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm her friend. My name is Melissa. Um, I'm I'm also in first year, and I'm also in arts and sciences. And it took us like one minute for us to introduce ourselves. So, wow, this is great time management. Uh, yeah, disclaimer. Uh, second disclaimer. So, um, basically, we took bio one in our first semester. So, um, there might be like some little inconsistencies as so, like maybe towards the ending, maybe there's stuff that you haven't viewed. So don't don't panic about that if we do cover stuff that is extra. And um. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> Jesus, that took so long. Okay, carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. So basically, carbohydrates are macromolecules, obviously. And there are two types. There are monomers and polymers. So Cam, what is a monomer? Monomers are like a molecule composed of um, one unit with like a hydrogen end and the hydric cell end. So then we have a polymer, which is made up of a lot of monomers. And they're basically, you know, very large molecules, okay? And they also have a hydroxyl end and a hydrogen end. And there are two types of reaction that happens with monomers and polymers. There is a dehydration and hydrolysis. So what is a dehydration? Dehydration is when we drain monomers together to form a polymer. So they go, they go like poof, 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 and poof. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and hydrolysis reactions, what, what is that? Um, it's when we break down polymers to release the monomers, so they once again go poof poof poof, but it's the reverse reaction of the dehy- dehydration. Yeah. Alright, so that was, that was macromolecules, let's just actually, let's actually get into carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. So, what are the monomers? in the carbohydrates like what are they called um so specifically in carbohydrates they are called monosaccharides yeah that's a long ass word and uh, the polymers are called polysaccharides and an example of a monosaccharide so a carbohydrate monomer would be glucose so there's also uh disaccharides which is basically two units you know it's it's a polysaccharide technically but it's only two units and um examples of disaccharides are usually sucrose which is formed from glucose and fructose 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 which are both monomers monosaccharides and then lactose which is formed from glucose and galactose uh let's get into actually um the different types of polysaccharides so we have two types of polysaccharides that both start with s what are they? Oh my god, oh, this is so far into my mind. A type of polysaccharides, okay, is uh, there, there's one that's a storage polysaccharide and one that's structural polysaccharide. 
so storage for storing energy and structural for building material you know yes sir and then in storage polysaccharides the two main polysaccharides that we'll be seeing usually in class is starch and glycogen and um for structural it's usually cellulose um that we cannot digest and chitin which um forms like amino acids and amino sugars and stuff. The second type of macromolecules is lipids, which are composed of three different types. Okay, so the three different types are fats and oils, phospholipids, and steroids. (laughs) Basically, it's a composed of glycerol and three fatty acid chains. Drained by three ester linkages, but they're formed by dehydration. So you have two types of fatty acids, basically. You have saturated fatty acid and unsaturated fatty acid. Saturated equals bad, and unsaturated equals good. All right. right. Moving on to phospholipids. So phospholipids um, are... Amphipathic. So amphipathic means that there are two behaviors, which is true because the phospholipids are like, they have a head and like two little tails, you know? And the head is hydrophilic, which is water loving, while the two little tails, like that look like legs, are like two fast fatty acid chains, which are hydrophobic. And they make up the phospholipid bilayer, which is the major component of a membrane. So steroids aren't, something that's really special about steroids is that they're not a monomer nor a polymer. Um, yeah. That's all you need to know, honestly. Um, yeah, honestly, that's literally it. Um, some type of steroids are being made while animals make cholesterol, which are used to make other steroids like sex hormones, so testosterone, estrogen. Uh, all right. Proteins, Proteins are responsible for the activity in the cell. So amino acids are the monomers, basically. Of proteins and essential carbon attached to an amino group, a carboxyl group, hydrogen, and a side chain that varies to make the different 20 amino acid, which is called the R. Yep, and they um they're linked by what's called a peptide bond. Yep. So then onto that we have polypeptides, which are like the polymers of proteins. There are eight functions yep. though of proteins. Wanna go over them real quick? Okay, so very quickly, the A functions of proteins are structural protein, storage, transport, hormones, uh, receptor, antibody, enzyme. Uh, you guys might have one over like the thing, like there's a key or a substrate key or whatever. It's not that important. We, uh, we never had any questions on it. And movement. Yep. Next, nucleic acids. Wait, are we, are, are we doing that? Yeah, nucleic acids. So once again, in nucleic acids, you also have monomers and polymers. The monomers are called... Nucleotides. Alright, so let's go over the nucleotides first. The nucleotides are composed of three different parts, and that's super important. Yep. (laughs) So there are the nitrogenous base, which is composed of two types, again, which is the purines, which is A and G, and the pyrimidacelalala. That word I do not know how to pronounce, which is the rest, which is, which includes C, U, and T. It's important to know that U only appears in RNA, while T only appears to DNA. So, Cham, can you tell me which one binds with which? Like, which letter binds with which letter? Just a refresher. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, A binds with T, and U, um, if it's in RNA, and G binds with C. Yep. So. 
A second part of nucleotides are the sugars. And uh, lastly, there's a phosphate group that's important and that's part of it as well. Okay, so DNA and RNA are the polymers of nucleic acids. So basically, um, monomers are nucleotides and then polymers are DNA and RNA. So that's, yeah. Um, you need to quite know like the structure of DNA and RNA because usually there's like quite a bunch of questions on that. Um, do you want to go over the structure of DNA? Oh, okay. So basically, the DNA structure is double, it's like two double helixes. So two strands of nucleotides. So there are two sugar phosphate backbones and nitrogenous bases are in the center. And like we said before, A binds with T in a DNA and G binds with C. So yeah. Some functions of DNA we all know already is inheriting the genetic information, controlling the activity of the cell. Uh, the genes are located in the chromosomes and then it also contains the recipes. Now let's move on to RNA. Yeah, so RNA are like one single strand of nucleotides um, instead of two, like DNA. Um, and they um, further like nitrogenous genus base, they have U instead of T, like Mel said earlier. And their function is mainly protein synthesis, so like producing protein, which is very important. Um, and yeah, I think that's basically it. Oh, you have three types of RNAs. You have the mRNA, which is the messenger RNA, the tRNA, which is the transfer tRNA, and the RNA, which is like the ribosomal RNA, which is the site of all protein synthesis. So that's super important. So yeah, just know that. Um, and let's do transcription. So transcription is when DNA is becomes an RNA. So basically, like she said, it's when DNA becomes RNA, I'm kind of repeating that, but that's really important. And how they do is they copy one side of the DNA. Um, and it happens in the nucleus. So that's usually pretty important. So this translation, translation is protein synthesis. Basically, it's when we change a sequence of nucleotides on the mRNA to make a polypeptide. Yeah, that's basically it. Okay, next, ATP. ATP, ATP, ATP. So basically, ATP is the cellular energy that's needed to do cellular work. And um, yeah. Yes. That's it. <laughs> that's all you have to know, honestly. Are we now oh, onto yeah. cells? Yeah, let's get into cells. It hasn't been I hate like this part. I hate it. Uh, wait, you hate cells? I hate cells so much. Okay, that is not important. Okay, so there are two types of cells. There are prokaryotic cells and eukaryotic cells. And prokaryotes are organisms composed of prokaryotic cells, like obviously. And they're found in two domains, bacteria and... Wait, what the heck? Archaea. Archaea. So, important, prokaryotic cells do not have a nucleus and they do not have membrane-bound organelles, okay? That's the two most important traits of it. They do have a DNA and they have ribosomes and they have a plasma membrane. Uh, and they also have a cell wall composed of peptidoglycan. So yeah. Yep. So that's usually pretty important. There's always a question on that. Um, okay, eukaryotes. Eukaryotes are organisms composed of eukaryotic cells and they uh, belong in the domain eukarya. So if we were to compare the an animal cell and a plant cell, which both are eukary eukaryotes by the way, um, the main difference would be that an animal cell has the two C's. The two C's, which are centrosome and centrioles. Yep, um, which plant cells don't have. And on plant cells, uh, plant cells, they have like the MOC, the N-O-C, um, a cell wall, and 
uh, a chloroplast. Oh, and also we... their vacuoles are different, I think, in each one. But they have a lot more in common, and we're gonna go over them in a bit. So basically, yeah. yeah. Also, important difference between eukaryotic and prokaryotic is that eukaryotic cells have a nucleus and they have membrane-bound organelles, unlike the prokaryotic. Yes, so now we get in the very extensive list of eukaryotic organelles and structures. We are starting with the center of everything, the nucleus, um, which, um, apart from containing all the important stuff like the DNA um, and controlling the activity of the cell, is basically it. Site of transcription too. Nucleolus, which is also like, is it within the nucleus? Yeah, it's yeah. in the nucleus. Which is kind of our RNA synthesis. Yeah, let's get into ribosomes, which are, you have two types of ribosomes, free ribosomes and bound ribosomes. And all protein synthesis begins on a free ribosome. So they become bound ribosomes. So there's the RER and the SER. You don't really have to know what each letter is mean. Just know that one it means rough and the other is smooth. And basically for the RER, so the rough ER, it's a protein exportation. It's where the it's where there's a synthesis of glycoproteins, while the smooth ER is the synthesis of lipids. And yeah, and they also have a detoxification function. Uh, let's get into the gold guy or Goldie. I don't know. People say it differently, but the um, main thing to remember is that it basically doesn't do anything. Yeah, you don't really need to know it. Just know you just need to know that it's kind of like an intermediate between like the RER slash SER and the lysosome. Uh, then there's the lysosome, which is part of the Golgi apparatus. Um, what they do is they recycle broken organelles back to monomers, and they're also programmed for the destruction of cells. And they do phagocytosis, they do cellular eating. Vacuoles in animal cells, you have two types. You have food vacuole, which is where phagocytosis happens, because that's food, and that's eating. And contractile vacuoles, which are contractile vacuoles, we won't discuss that further. The vacuoles in plants are called large vacuoles and they're they have storage buildings and that's where they, it's a disposal site basically okay yes. yes endomembrane system is important like they're always going to ask you questions about what's part of the endomembrane system and it's very important to know that it's nucleus the nucleus rer ser the vesicles the golgi uh, golgi lysosomes and vacuoles are part of the endomembrane system okay that's just very very important it's like basically the transportation system you know yeah and you need to know the order because they always put that little drawing with the order you we are now getting into the peroxisome 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 yeah that word um you guys know what i'm talking about so um what does it do it doesn't do anything important it just breaks down alcohol and lipids okay not important Moving on, uh, the chloroplast, it, which is um, only in plants, that is, um, if you, yeah, that is where photosynthesis happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's surrounded by two membranes. Uh, the chlorophyll are in thylakoids and thylakoids. Thylakoids had some questions on those, but it's like little details like that that are not too hard, especially if it's an open book exam. It's not too hard to find. Oh yeah, no, we're something about chlorophylls. They have two types of reaction. They have the light reaction and they also have the dark reaction. So I don't know if you guys went over it, but there are there is a drawing of what a chlorophyll looks like. So 
it's not that important, but it'd be interesting to understand it. Okay, the mitochondrion or mitochondria, depending on plural, singular. Um, cellular, res- cellular respiration. Cytoskeleton, it's like a network of protein fibers, and there are three types. There's the microtubules, microfilaments, and intermediate filaments. And they have functions, important functions, okay? They have the bone function, they also have the muscle function. <laughs> Let's get into the centrosome, which um, if you remember, um, is only in animal cells. So um, the centrosome makes the cytoskeleton. Um, and it also makes a mitotic spindle um, during cell division, which we're gonna see later. Um, and then we have the MOC, the MOC, which is only in plant cells and it's basically, um, it's basically the centrosome, but in plants. Mm-hmm. Centrioles are part of the animal cells only, and basically it helps with the assembly of the mitotic spindles. So yeah, it's it's there, it's there. The plasma membrane and transport. So there's the fluid mosaic model to describe the plasma membrane basically, which is like a collage of proteins and it's mostly made of phospholipid bilayer. Okay, that's important. O cells. So there are integral. In- in in the membrane there are integral proteins which is uh for the transport of in or for in and out of the cell so there are channel proteins graded channels and acropoins for water permeability and then there's are there are also carrier proteins for passive transportation called <laughs> carrier facilitative diffusion and the carrier proteins are also used for active transport and then there are peripheral proteins, which is not for transport, and it's like a receptor. Uh, so those are the like um, four main things I think that you need to know are in the phospholipid bilayer. So um, they always they always put an image of the phospholipid bilayer with these four elements: so cholesterol, integral protein, peripheral protein, and like glycoproteins or glycolipids. Yeah. And you have to like either name them or say what they do. So know that. Passive transport and active transport. Passive transport is when we go from a high concentration to a low concentration, while active is the other way around, so from low to high. And basically, passive transport is passive because there is no ATP required, while active transport is like ATP is needed because you're going against the concentration radiant. So you have a simple diffusion, which is um, like a small, usually smaller fat soluble molecules, and you just go through the phospholipid bilayer. Phospholipid layer, like if they just crew through the through it, and then you have carrier facilita- facilitated diffusion. Um, they go through a specific integral protein, mm-hmm. and finally we have osmosis, which is the movement of water through a semi semi permeable membrane. So it's when like you go from high to low. So basically, uh, osmosis they bring about hypotonic, isotonic, or hypertonic solutions. And what happens for plant cells in a hypotonic solutions, which means like it's a lot of water, uh, it's really good for the plant cell. They're turgid, they're alive. And if they're in a isotonic solution, which is just there's a bit of there's a bit of salt in there, it turns flaccid, which is not good for the plant cell. And finally, in a hypertonic solution, which there's an increase of salt, uh, it dies. As for the animal cells in a hypotonic solution, which means there's a lot of water uh, when there's a lot of water it dies, it bursts, and that's called a hemolysis death. While in an, in an isotonic solution, it's healthy. And finally, in an hypotonic solution, 
it, it shrivels up. So it doesn't die, but it's not good for it either. You recommend like just having a drawing and like basically being able to yeah. see it. Like visual, visual is, yeah. There will right. be a number on that, I guarantee. There's always a number on that, okay. Um, active transport. So active transport, you have exocytosis and endocytosis. Endocytosis, which has like two types, which is which includes the phagocytosis and the pinocytosis. Okay, cell cycle and mitosis, okay? Cell cycle is like basically your lifetime. It's divided into usually two main phases, interphase and mitosis. Um, interphase is like 99% of their lives and mitosis is their like reproduction. Right, interphase is like in between cell division. Basically, there's a G1 phase. That's when the daughter cell is growing. So there's transcription and translation. Then there's the S phase, which is the DNA replication. So both sides of the DNA are copied. And finally, there is the G2 phase, which is basically cellular growth. They double the organelle, so each daughter cell has a copy of each other. DNA is uncoiled and called chromatin. I remember a question like that. Mitosis! Let's go. It happens in, well, animals, obviously, and it forms all the cells of the body, so the somatic cells, except the gametes, where we're going to talk about meiosis afterwards. And yeah, it is, it's basically diploid cells. Two sets of chromosomes, one set from the mother, one set from the father. Those are little details, honestly. And they always produce identical daughter cells, so that is important. Um, so mitosis is composed of four main phases, that um, which is prophase, metaphase, anaphase, and telophase. So do you want to kind of like quickly go over? Okay, so prophase is the phase where like we see the chromosomes, we see like that they each contain two sister chromatids, which is like the two identical DNA molecules attached. And they're, they're just kind of there, and they're biocentromere, where um, the chromatids are joined together, basically. Metaphase is when like the individual chromosomes, they align and the, at the metaphase plate, which is like the center of the um, cell, and they align in like a single file. So, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so we always used to say, I like your daughter. So mm -hmm. that's what happened. And then there's the anaphase, which which is where the sister chromatids separate from each other and move to the opposite poles. And each chromatid is now considered a single chromosome. So technically, the number of chromosomes should be doubling. And finally, you have telophase, which is where cytoplasm division happens. So the, the cell actually like divides into two. Um, in animal cells, it's called like a cleavage. Cleavage for for. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and. It ends up forming two identical daughter cells. It's a lot of information. Highly recommend to just have like a little drawing next to you to see like what's happening in each one of them. Yep. Because always there's know. always gonna be questions about it, especially on like. Okay, so uh, meiosis is uh, like when it's basically when the gametes form. <clears throat> yes. So it always starts with a diploid cell, so like a, I guess a normal cell, I guess. Um, and it ends up undergoing two nuclear divisions, so meiosis 1 and meiosis 2, um, to basically produce four genetically different haploid cells. You just really have to know what meiosis 1 is because that's a reduction division, re reducing division, while meiosis 2 is basically the same thing as mitosis. Exactly. <laughs> so meiosis 1, um, four phases. 
prophase one, metaphase one, um, anaphase one, and telophase one. So basically, in meiosis, the difference in, in prophase one is that there's a synapsis going on, which is basically the joining of the homologous chromosomes. So they're going to be forming tetrads, okay? And then um, the homologous chromosomes have the same genes in the same sequence. Then there's also the crossing over, which is when the homologous chromosome exchange genes. And that's like the first source of genetic variation. And it's like, see, it's, it's like, I'll pull up. It's like, what's the word? Oazal, okay? It's oazal. I don't know. It's how random. It's <laughs> random. There you go. It's randomly done. Yeah, so um, basically, prophase one, the main thing to remember is that synapses and then crossing over, which is always super important. They always talk about like, uh, where, like, where, when do, when does genetic variation happen and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Then there's Meta metaphase one, which is basically when tetrads align at this metaphase plate. And that's when there's the independent assortment, which is basically members of tetrads align randomly. And that's a second source of genetic variation. Um, so yeah, and then there's anaphase one, which is where the tetras separate and move to opposite poles. There's telophase one, which is the cytokinesis. So there's a cytoplasm division forming two genetically different halfway daughter cells that will undergo meiosis two. Yes. All right. So let's get into meiosis two, which is basically the same thing as mitosis. Phase two, metaphase two, anaphase two, and telophase two, and it's really the same thing as mitosis. I don't think there's much difference. No, there isn't any difference. Just so, at the end, the only difference are they yield four genetically different daughter cells. Yeah, just, that's important. Yeah, that's important. That's the main difference. Yeah, okay, so let's just stop here. Um, this was a mess, but it was fun nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> Keep in mind we're, that we're, we're putting that in. We're keeping that. That was such a good outro. Okay, no, no, for real though, um, thank you guys if you've stuck until now. Um, hopefully there's someone who's still listening to us. Um, <laughs> Yeah, okay! <laughs> Wait, no, but I'm losing my mind because, like, this is so long. This is gonna be so long to edit. Oh my god. Um, yeah, okay, so basically, um, thank you for everyone who stuck here, and um, hopefully, this helped. We are very uh, new at this, and we're just, yeah, we're just surviving on our last brain cells, so it's a bit. Eh. It's a bit everywhere. It should yeah, be interesting. But, uh, we, tried our, we tried our best. We hope that you liked it, or that it helped, or that it made you fall asleep. Like, if, if it made you fall asleep, good for you, too. Um, that's it. I think that's it. Thank you for tuning in, and um, um, stay tuned for more um, exciting stuff from right. Study Sheet and Addendum. Just gotta promote the clubs. Okay, oh. that's it. Bye! <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, we really tried our best, okay? So, you take all of the information that we tell you. Not with a grain of salt, but like, just accept it. <laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs> ah, I wanna cry.